This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the zone. We're going to talk a little baseball coming up here momentarily with our guy Steve Klauke, voice of the bees. Of course, you hear Steve here on the Zone Sports Network. Pert near every night this time of year. Pert near. Pert near. <laughs> Seems like they've had Wednesdays off this year. It's been kind of the one day consistently, travel day or whatever. Well, it's always good to hear Steve's voice. No doubt about it. In fact, let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest uh, special guest line. It's no mystery. Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at SmartRain.net. He is the voice of the bees. He's our friend Steve Clocky. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, Gordon, good to talk to you. And, uh, Jake, I thought of you when the team played in Oklahoma City last week. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Well, studying up on the players for Oklahoma City, I did notice that uh, one of their uh, players, his uh, father, was a pro bowler. <laughs> nice. Very funny, Steve. Well, it's good to be thought of, nonetheless, Steve. Uh, we actually we actually brought you up the other day, too. We were talking about um, how much better your life is now that Las Vegas ha- uh, has a air-conditioned uh, press box. I will never, ever complain but it is full blast the whole time. I need a jacket. I need a jacket. It'll be 115 degrees outside, and I think I can hang meat in the booth. So I, I actually bring a jacket to Vegas now. But like That's I said, hilarious. I am not going to complain. Nope. Nope. I can't imagine that you would. Uh, Steve, we can, uh, we've got a number of things to get to uh, with you, but I wanted to start out with the, um, the, the controversy with the pitchers in the major leagues and the change in, uh, that, that we've seen. And I, I'm actually curious how much you see it at the minor league level, but of course, you know, they crack down on the, the rosin and the sunscreen. And I, over a month span, and, and I, I heard this on the radio on Fox Sports, so if it's wrong, it's their fault, but that uh, batting averages have gone up uh, 10 points in one month. After yes. the crackdown for that, that is incredible. It, it really is. I, I don't know that statistically I've seen that much of a, of a difference at this level, but it, it is being uh, looked at just as hard as it is in the big leagues. Every every pitcher gets inspected almost every inning when he comes off the mound. New pitcher comes on in the ninth inning, they check him out. It's uh, you know actually it adds to the time of game, which is something baseball doesn't need right now. But it uh, it is interesting how it's. Uh, made a major effect but on the other hand you know i kind of feel bad for the pitchers because they make those baseballs so slick they need something to get not only a good grip but to avoid blisters on their fingers so i think somewhere along the line you would think technology the way it is they would find a way to have that uh, a better grip built into a baseball because you know they're shiny and slippery when you get them and they have the the umpires or the bat boys put this uh, 
Mississippi River mud, although it's called Mississippi River mud. It's actually from a river in New Jersey, uh, but that's neither here nor there. It's uh, it, to, to help rough up the baseball to give these guys a, a better grip. So it's a, you know it, it's a, it's it can go either way, but it is very interesting to see how things have gone up uh, batting average wise, which maybe is something Major League Baseball needs. So, Steve, how long has this been going on? I mean, I imagine it's it's been forever. But, I mean, in those moments when we've watched great moments in baseball where a terrific pitch needs to be thrown or a great hit needs to be conjured, is that is that ball? Has that ball always been uh, artificially sort of <laughs> doctored? <laughs> I would have to say yes. I would have to say yes, and in many different ways, too, uh, you know, whether it be – uh, the, the the tacky stuff that they add on, uh, maybe a little extra the, the, uh, the with the a mixture of the of the rosin and the uh, the sunscreen, uh, thumbtack scratches, or uh, as I found out early in my AAA career, uh, so that the pitcher doesn't get caught doing anything. Catchers are known to scrape the baseball on uh, the buckles of their shin guards just to to give them a grip. See, that's why I don't understand. In this day and age, as soon as a ball is uh, pitched in the dirt or hit on the ground, the ball goes back to the pitcher, the pitcher throws it out. You would think that they would want that scuffed-up baseball because it does give them a little more friction, a little bit better grip, not to mention the fact, I mean, it might be minute, but it could be the difference between a pop-up and a home run. Uh, the, the the difference of the baseball might cause a, a breaking ball to break just a little bit more, a slider just to break a little bit more, maybe a fastball to sink a little bit more because the ball is roughed up uh, ever so slightly. And with baseball being a game of uh, fractions of inches as far as where the placement of the ball goes and where the ball meets the bat, I mean, that makes a huge, huge difference. Oh, it it, it does. I I can remember in 1981, a a new ball was just put into play, and Richie Hepner for the Tigers facing Pete Vukovic of the Brewers fouled one off and I happened to be at County Stadium and caught it on the fly so it didn't hit anything else and there were two thumbtack scratches on the ball. Hmm. Well, fast forward to the, the mid-90s, Calgary was an affiliate of the Pittsburgh Pirates and Pete Vukovic was an assistant general manager and I, I closed out my pregame interview with him by saying, now Pete, you wouldn't have been the kind of pitcher to put thumbtack scratches on a ball, would you? And he looked at me and said, Steve, I was never once caught cheating in my career. Now you have to determine whether you think I was cheating or just trying to enhance my chances. <laughs> Steve, I uh, want to ask you, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll certainly talk to you about the bees here in a second, but I want to ask you about Shohei Otani and, uh, you know, of course, the affiliation uh, with the Angels. But uh, <laughs> how unique is he as a player? I mean, is, is this something that's going to become a trend or is this guy just, uh, you know, the way he hits and pitches, is he just something special? He's just something special. You know, they could try to turn this into a trend, but you're going to have to have a a super special athlete to do that because when you you think of Shohei and what he's done, the only thing that compares is the early career of Babe Ruth, who actually set a couple of pitching records in the World Series when he was early in his career. And obviously we know what he did with the power, and that's exactly what we're seeing with with Shohei right now. And and it's just not – you know, cheap right field home runs in New York either. I mean, he hit that ball in Seattle the other day that they, they said was in the neighborhood of, uh, was it 460, 470 into the third deck? 
at that ballpark, which I believe was only the sixth time that has ever happened. And he's obviously the only guy uh, in baseball history that we know of to have hit a ball over 100 miles per hour and pitch a ball over 100 miles per hour. It's just uh, fascinating to watch him develop. And I I really think he's the the favorite tonight in the home run derby. He's actually has experience in this, having won, I think, three times the the Japanese All-Star Game home run derby. Uh, I I I've never seen anything like him. I mean, it's uh, it is so cool, but it's such a game of specialists nowadays, Steve. I mean, even pitchers are divided into three or four different groups, right? And this guy, he can do everything. He, he really can. He can, he could really do everything. And maybe there's a few. And not only that, you know, we talk about his pitching and his power. I think he's uh, one of only seven or eight all time to have over thirty homers and. 12 or more stolen bases going into the all-star break. He's a, a complete position player as well as being a complete pitcher. He's got everything. He's got one of the nastiest, you know, splitters uh, in baseball. His slider's excellent. And obviously, as I mentioned earlier, he pitches uh, fastballs uh, in triple digits. So it's just a, an absolute uh, phenomenon to watch him play regardless. And it's great to see that uh, Kevin Cash, the Tampa Bay manager, who's skippering the American League All-Star team, that uh, he's going to start the game so that uh, he will pitch and hit and bat leadoff, as a matter of fact. And so he will. Uh, uh, I wonder if they're going to have special rules that when he comes out as a pitcher, he can stay in as a hitter. It'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Cause I think people want to see him do both. And you you think about his power, what kind of a show he might put on in the thin air at Mile High, or excuse me, at Coors Field. Uh, tonight, uh, the home run derby. Did everybody know he was going to be a phenom like this? Oh, I, I think from the very beginning, he insisted that he wanted to to do two ways. And really, talking uh, and, and reading about things, uh, it seemed like the Angels were the one organization that was really interested in allowing him to do both. Some wanted him to just pitch. Some wanted him to just play the field. But the Angels were willing to uh, acquiesce to what he wants to do, and that is... Uh, do both, and he's obviously done both at an all-star level, the first player ever to be in the all-star game, both as a position player and as a pitcher. Let's talk a little about the Bees, Steve. They're a game above 500 right now, but they've been hot lately, right? What's uh, what's going right? What's going wrong? Tell us about this year's squad. Yeah, well, they have won 11 of the last 15 that moved above 500, which actually is the first time the team has been above 500 since they started the 2019 season 1-0. Uh, it, it's, it's been mostly uh, the defense has improved. They were last in the league. Actually, they're still last in the league in, in fielding percentage, but they've I think it's 11 of the last 16 games they've gone error-free, which has been a big plus. And the pitching has been, uh, for the most part, with yesterday's exception, has been outstanding. And so that's been really the thing. But it, it, because you needed the, the pitching and the defense to be good right now because 13 of the last 15 games have been decided by three runs or less. But it's been been a lot of fun to watch this team play. Uh, a good mixture of, of veterans and youngsters. You've got a, a Jake Gatewood that really nobody had heard of. He was a, uh, a free agent and wound up signing with the Angels. And this team was only down to seven position players for opening night. And uh, so a pitcher was actually going to have to play the field. And then he showed up. Uh, 15 minutes before game time, literally walking down the uh, hallway, putting a jersey on, was in the starting lineup that night, and now has played every game but two this year, and he's second on the club in home runs. Just a, a great story. And then you have the number one and number two prospects in the Angels organization, Joe Adele, who's been with the team all season long, and Brandon Marsh, who started the season late with a shoulder injury and missed the last five weeks to a shoulder injury. He's now back. So it's kind of fun to see both of those guys 
in the outfield together again. So, Steve, you've been doing this for, what, three decades now, something like that. Can you always tell – can you can you spot a future major leaguer just about every time? I would say I, I have a pretty good percentage. Uh, Scott Ulger, the very first manager, told me uh, when I asked for some tips, he says, whenever you go to batting practice, close your eyes. You can tell by the sound who who's a major league hitter and who's not. And uh, so that's uh, something I've – I've really gone by over the years. I think the one guy I probably missed on the most that I thought, well, he had a cup of coffee with the Twins, uh, got sent all the way from the major leagues to double-A that year. I just didn't think it was going to be uh, a good fit for him that he wouldn't make it again to the major leagues and ended up having, what, a 15-year-plus career, including a World Series championship in 05, and that was A.J. Pierzynski. Well, Steve, as always, thanks for dropping by the show, buddy. We really appreciate it. Are you going to take in All-Star Weekend or uh, the All-Star festivities? Well, you know, normally I would, but we don't have an All-Star break at the minor league level this Ah. year. They've eliminated all the All-Star games, so we're actually playing tonight and tomorrow night while all that's going on. And, and, you know, I'm I'm 66. I'm old school. I do not have a DVR. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right. Hey, Steve, I have one controversial question for you Uh uh, before we let you go. Is is Major League Baseball handling the Trevor Bauer situation in the right manner, in your opinion? I think they they didn't early on. I think they needed to put the foot down early and 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 sit him down and not have him sit for three or four days still in the Dodgers starting rotation that for, for that particular Sunday. And and the fact that they're doing it on a weekly basis and extending it week by week, I think is is a little ridiculous. Now I realize here in the United States it's innocent before proven guilty. But right now, I think they need to, to hold him back and, 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 and just make it an indefinite suspension or uh, layoff, whatever they want, term they want to use, uh, until they get all the facts and can figure out exactly what did or did not take place that night. But I, I think they, they needed to be, I thought, a little more assertive than they were at the beginning. Steve, thank you very much as always. We appreciate you, buddy. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. There you go, the great Steve Klauke, voice of the bees. He is great. Yep, hear him uh, pretty much every night here on the Zone Sports Network, calling all that uh, all the bees action. Yep, it's always good to talk with Steve. And the good thing, one of the things about Steve, beyond the uh, his talent, his skill, calling a a, a, a baseball game uh, at any level, uh, is uh, his perspective because he's got he's got an encyclopedic mind. And uh, he's the one guy I can talk about Phillies players from 1960. Because you and, don't know any now, that's and, for sure. And, and he knows every one of them. I mean, he he really knows his baseball, and it's it's always fun to talk with him. So, how are your Phillies doing? Oh, it's mediocre. I'm not. <laughs> What's the record at the moment? I don't know. They've right. been hot lately. No. <sighs> no. Who's who's their ace again? Not pizza academy, man. Pizza, check pizza. check back with me when they're when they're at the top of the division. They're at the top of the heat, then you'll be on board. <laughs> the Phillies gear will be here. How are your expos doing? I have no idea. <laughs> they got a guy in the home run derby tonight against Expo's my team? guy. Oh yeah? Juan Soto. Okay. Against my guy Shohei. Okay. You 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 win at every level. No one can compete with me? Shohei. No, oh, I mean, he, he, I was like, my team sucks. No, I mean, I understand that you have your team struggles, but uh, it's, he's he's he is one in a billion. I mean, I've never seen him. 
in my entire lifetime, and I, you know, I'm in my 88th year now. I've never seen a player like that. Yeah, it'll be the first time since 1933 that a guy will pitch and hit in the All Star game. Pretty cool. Unbelievable. Uh, by the way, do you guys did you see that the All Star game tomorrow night? They're not wearing their team jersey like they've always done in the mid summer classic. They usually wear. The Angels, the, their, their right. usual jersey, but one's in grays, one's in white. Uh-huh. They're having these special occasion all-star Colorado Rocky colored jerseys. Does that bother you? Yeah, I don't It like bothers that. me greatly. Like really, really it bothers me. Is that going to be on the list? It might be. What, what difference does it make? It's baseball. You don't, there's, you're not, there's not, it's not football and basketball where you have to have a different jersey on. Basketball tried that uh, in it was the all-star awful. break, was it? It was terrible. Were they you? You wore your own jersey. Baseball's different. Yeah. yeah. Is it though? I just I like to see the guy's <laughs> team that he plays for across his chest. Yeah, and I agree. On his hat. I think Mr. Baseball knows what he's talking about. Baseball's baseball's trying too hard to be cool, and they're ending up looking like the Steve Buscemi gif, <laughs> where he walks up with the the yeah. skateboard and says, "How you doing, fellow kids?" <laughs> That's baseball right You're now. You're right. That's exactly right. Just trying too hard. Great, great perspective on Austin's part there. I agree with him 100%. Why do that? Represent your team. That's what the big deal was with the All-Star game from way back in the 50s. You know, you're representing your team. I can I can read Jake's mind right now, though. Why would anybody possibly care about this? A little bit. <laughs> A little bit, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but that's you, you, you were both, thinking it. You both seem to be very passionate well, about I'll this. Look. I'm not going to rain on your parade. When I was, but yeah, there was there was a little bit when, of that. When there. I was a big baseball fan back in the day, as a, as a young person growing up, if there was an all star from my team, it he represented the whole team. That's that's the whole thing. And well, I was you, so mad because Larry Boa used to get beat out by Davy Concepcion. You know, and so, but but that's the way baseball fans back in the day cared about their team, and they wanted that all-star to represent the team. When did they move to every team had to have a representative of the all-star? Oh, man, I'm not even sure. That's a little hokey, too. Yeah. Yeah, Some guy on a 12-win team that has (laughs) eight RBI that's the all-star. I don't know. Well... Uh, that's one thing for your team, Austin. You've got a couple of great, great players on your team, even if the team is. What are the Angels now? Around 500? Uh, they're either one above or one below. That's been the whole season. They did draft eight pitchers yesterday with their eight first picks in the MLB draft. So you can see where uh, they so, want to get better. Uh, so I wanted here. to ask you about this, Mr. Baseball. My niece's boyfriend was the 70th pick. Overall, I believe that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, right? I mean, there's like four thousand picks yeah. in an MLB draft. So. I might have to be nicer to her now. If, uh, Is he still playing? I uh, he he was at. Uh, I believe he played at Arizona. Uh, oh, he didn't take ball. the draft. He was he, he, drafted, no, no, but didn't. I, I think he is. I think he is gonna go ahead and turn pro. But uh, anyway. take the money while it's there. So 70th is pretty good. It's pretty damn good, yeah. All right. You're, the way you treat your niece is dependent on who she's chosen it to be with. Jo- it was a joke. Yeah. Okay. Because now he, if he becomes a big major league baseball star, then I'll want to uh, be on the, you know, the good side of that. 
But if he doesn't turn into a big baseball ah, star, hell with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, with her, because it's based. You're basing on how you treat her. No, not based really. on on who she's dating. Not really. Oh, it's cold. It was a joke. <laughs> okay. Jeez. What's going on? It's coming up next. Stay tuned. <laughs> I have to explain everything. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available, Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280 The Zone. You know, sorry. No, I was just going to say we're going to get to what's going on. I can't tell you. We, at that last segment, we were talking about the All-Star Game, Major League Baseball. So you can't tell you how important that used to be to me when I was a kid. I mean, it was, it was real. It was can't miss. And now I, now it's hit or miss. I, I don't know. But why? Why the difference? Is the difference in me or is the difference in baseball? You. Okay. Austin, when do you, was agree, the do you la- agree with that? Uh, I mean, I'm still really into the All-Star game. Are you? But that's, I'm one of like 12 in the state of Utah. I, that, I'll tease you. So it's more than I, I tease you about this, but you've probably lost interest in baseball. I mean, I, I was a big baseball fan when I was young. It was the sport uh, It was a sport that I played, and I certainly watched. Uh, I'll still go to Major League games if I'm uh, out of town or whatever, but uh-huh. I'll admit to you my interest in Major League Baseball has plummeted over, uh, Why over is that? recent years. And ba- it, it, baseball hasn't you, really changed. You grew up here, so it's your, your geography hasn't made any difference. So I'll, I'll be honest about me. This isn't an overall baseball take. This is a me thing uh-huh. that <clears> – <throat> Because we do what we do for a living, Gordon, we have yeah. to pay such close and specific attention, you know, jazz, youth, cougars, Aggies. I mean, and and the NFL overall is popular. We've got to keep an eye on that. And college football as a whole, you know, you have to keep track of all of that. Baseball is just not a huge priority to our sports listening audience, realizing that there are plenty of people out there like Austin who are baseball fans, but that it's not it's down the list of ways. And I've got to admit that I don't spend my my time off watching baseball anymore. I have other things that, that take a priority in my life. So I, I'm just talking about me personally. I feel like that's uh-huh. why my interest in, in baseball has fallen off. It certainly would rebound if we got a team around here. I mean, it would have to, but I mean, that would that would jazz, I think, any casual baseball fan. But that's, uh, that's me personally. Well, the, the reason it's interesting to me, your situation is, is more interesting because you, you have stayed where you are. When I was working in L.A., I, I had a greater interest in baseball because there were two major league baseball teams within the general proximity. And so I was, I, I was well, it, it, at some level, I was writing features at the time about certain players, and I would go to Dodger Stadium or I would go to uh, Anaheim Stadium, and, uh, and 
talked to some of the players. And so I was much more into it then than I am now. So I think geography does play a part in it. But not for you. It's just... I don't know what would bring you back. I mean, when the Nationals well, well, won, why, won why that don't title, you care about baseball anymore? I, I, I don't know. Because geography is a thing. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. what I think it is for me. But not for you, it's you, you've stayed put. So I, I just, yeah, okay. Your attention is, but, but Jake, uh, I used to do all sorts of things for recreation that I don't do anymore. There's a drop. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, I used to, I used to recreational, huh? Spend my off time. I'm a sucker for grass. Watching baseball, I don't do that anymore. Why? I just told you why. Well, you just I spend mean, like several minutes explaining no, I, it to you. I understand that, but that still doesn't really make sense to me. Why? So, because okay, so you have your, you pay attention to some other stuff, but you still have room to pay attention to the, to your your boyhood. I don't. Passion. That's my point. I don't. You think it's because of your. Because you have kids now, you're married, and all that, beyond yeah. just the job? Okay. All right. Well, it's because if I'm not doing the job, which is consuming sports... Then you're going to pay attention to I'm other things. consuming Paw Patrol instead. <laughs> you know, and, and when I do get a free moment to myself, whereas in my 20s, when I had nothing but free moments to myself, <laughs> I would watch baseball. Now... Baseball gets ratcheted down the priority scale. And by the way, at least I have an explanation. I ask you, and you just go, oh. Yeah. I don't don't know why is that. Because you prefer to do something else, and you don't have to watch baseball. I guess. You have to watch basketball. You have to watch football. You don't have to watch baseball, so you're not going to. But there was a time when it was every bit as important to me as any other sport. Now, your explanation about L.A., you had to watch baseball. I had to, but I also was caught up in it. Now because you don't I, have because to watch I knew it, a so writer, you know. I knew a writer up here in Salt Lake, and I remember talking to him saying, "It's too bad you can't you can't write more about baseball because baseball had some terrific stories in it." And I, I he's a really good writer, and I thought, man, you could really sink your teeth into some of these baseball stories, but he didn't because of where he was. So uh, I I must have been caught back up in it. Because I, I was paying close attention to it when I was there. Now? But that was, that was 20, 20, what was that? 28 years ago? Right. Been a while. And now you don't have to pay attention, and you don't. Now, if you are looking but for... But as a kid, Jake, I can't tell you how passionate it was. I, I as would, a kid, I, I liked wouldn't... lollipops. I mean, <laughs> you, your, your tastes change. But I know? mean, all, all the way into college. I mean, I, you know... <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. Now, I, I, I feel for sports fans in Utah. I wish, I wish they had the opportunity to love baseball the way I did growing up because I was so close to it. And, and uh, you know, maybe nobody around here needs it. But it, it seemed like an awfully fun thing to, to really dive into. Then why don't you still do it? Uh well, I, I'm generally not a fan anymore about anything, so I, I just do what I do. But you enjoy the competition and watching it just for the sheer purity of it. Why don't you watch it in your personal time? I don't know. See, at least I had a reason. Yeah. At least you had a reason. But, I mean, I'm sure I have reasons, too. I just don't know what they are. 
Well, if you want to look at it, and Steve talked about length of game and that sort of thing. I mean, if you want to diagnose, like, what is it about baseball? What what can they fix? It, I laugh at those conversations sometimes because baseball's been around forever. There's really nothing you can fix. But What, are you saying it's just naturally boring? No, I think part of the problem is that the draw of baseball is going to the ballpark and the time of year it's played and the atmosphere and all that. And all that doesn't translate very well to television. And so it's tough, in my opinion, to sit through an entire baseball game because it's extraordinarily slow in today's day and age where what you're watching on TV is unbelievably fast. Everything we watch. I mean, even down to news. I mean, the one story is the most catastrophic, epic thing to ever happen to this planet, and they move on to the next thing in 45 seconds. I mean, baseball is just, it's just not that conducive. Basketball is a very good television sport. Football randomly is, too, because you can disguise how slow it is with the programming surrounding the game. Think instant replays and commentary and those sorts of things. But with baseball, it just doesn't – you don't appreciate how far Shohei Otani hits the ball on TV, whereas if you're there and you see it smack into the building that's half a mile down the road, it's, it's a lot different. And but they combine was, that with the atmosphere. But honestly, when, I, when I was a passionate baseball fan, Jake, I didn't care. I, I'd watch every minute of it on TV. I didn't care. I thought it was good enough. You know? Well, we're talking, I was talking overall, the macro, but now yeah. we're back talking about you. No, well, no, why, I'm why, just trying why to, why don't I'm you try, watch I'm it then? I'm viewing it through my lens. Well, I'm what, not trying to make now? it all about me. What? What's your problem now? We're back to this. Why don't you watch it? I'm busy. Er, maybe I go back to what you said about why you don't. I suppose. Uh, if there were a major league team here, I think this market would go crazy for baseball. I really do. But then you'd have an interest above just the love of the game. Yeah. Yeah. One day. One day there will be major league baseball in Utah. One day. Uh, I, I, if we want to go down that road, I'm less sure of that today than I was a while ago because it seems like other markets are moving up in front of the line. This is the fastest growing population in the state, in the, in the country. Yeah. But what markets seem to be ahead for a major league franchise, at least Vegas, Vegas and, and Portland. Portland. Those are the names that you hear. So I mean, I'm not sure that's true. I mean. So how long would it take for Major League Baseball to expand three times if Salt Lake were even the third on the list? Well, I'm, I'm talking really long range. I'm saying I, if, I, if you were to ask me, will there be a Major League Baseball team in Salt Lake City uh, over the next 50 years, I would say yes. Would you? Mm. I'm not so sure. I told really? you. I'm not so sure. Well, I didn't. The 50-year range is maybe a little longer than you might have thought I was talking about. I, I could see it because I think the population here will double in that time. And uh, unless uh, water becomes so scarce that it can't, uh, it can't uh, support that kind of population growth. But... Uh, It'll be fun to have a baseball team unless we're all dead from thirst. Gotta keep that field green. It's not the baseball field sucking it all away, it's the golf courses. 
Which, honestly, wouldn't you think we would get a PGA stop before we get a Major League Baseball team? I would think that would be a no-brainer around here. It can't seem to get that. No, you're right. But with the growth of this place, it seems, uh, and with, with, with the interest in sports, I, I, I would predict both. Yeah, I feel like we were having this conversation around 02, though. You know, it's one of those things like, well, by 2021, man, it, 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 NFL will be here, Major League Baseball will be here. Well, why not the NHL? The Golden Eagles were well-supported. Okay, so I want one of our younger listeners to remember what I'm about to say here, okay? Because I'll be long gone by then. But by 2071, there will be a Major League Baseball team in Salt Lake City and there will be a PGA tournament stop in Utah. Mark my word. Right I, here in Hooterville? I will not be here to enjoy it, but those of you out there who are in your younger years, remember that I said this on July 12th, 2021. See, this feels to be a little bit like Back to the Future 2. What, what year was Back to the Future 2 supposed to be, Austin? Was it 05? Uh, uh, no, it was 2015. Was it 15? Yeah, because yeah, the Cubs were... They win it, the World Series in that year, and then they did actually win it yeah. in 2016. So, but, but doesn't it feel a little bit like, okay, well, Michael J. Fox told us that in 2015 cars would be flying and running off garbage and, and whatever else. They, they Remember the shoes that were— The self-lacing shoes? Yeah, Jason the, Tatum has those shoes. Yeah. Uh, but 2015 comes and goes, and you're like, wow, none of that happened. It's honest way. <laughs> so I feel like in 2002 we were like— by 2021, man. Mark my word. Somewhere, that's, that's Gordon, only you 19 doing, years. You're giving me 50 years here. Somewhere, 2002, Gordon Monson is did a radio show where he's like, nope. now listen 20, here, you young 21. whippersnappers. Mark my words. I'm By 2021, you. there will be a World Series championship in Salt Lake Put City. Put it in a time capsule. By the way, what, who do you think is our— What do you think is the age of our youngest listener today? Uh, 10. Okay, so they'll be 60 that yeah. day. They'll and, they, be, and they'll remember They'll it. be in a room talking about, you know, I used to care about this. I don't care about <laughs> it anymore. Well, if there's a major league team moving here, they will care about it again. That's my point. Remember I said it. On this date, 2021, Major League Baseball and the PGA will have a team and an event here. Guaranteed. And should, I, should I leave a certain amount of money in some sort of trust you know, to pass along to, I don't know how I would dispense that or why I would dispense it. But I, I'm just telling you, I'm not sure of it. Incriminating audio. Let's see here. 50 years from now, Jake, you, you, should, you should be kicking around. Well, maybe not. <laughs> be what, 90? Something like that. Uh, how, about, how about this? In 50 years, mark my word, it's a guarantee the Jordan River will run <laughs> red with wine. It'll be actual wine. You'll be able to go dip a goblet in and uh, and enjoy. It might run red, but it won't be wine. Might be uh, some sort of toxic compost from uh, dried up Salt Lake or something. <laughs> What's Good the matter grief. with you? Did we did we read that the other day? Was that my no. sports report? Yeah, there was. Uh, what, what was it? Some sort of toxin? Not in the Jordan River. Yeah, but it's in the Great Salt Lake. No one's drinking the Great Salt Lake. <laughs> All right, never mind. 
I didn't mean to bring everybody down. I was trying to bring Again. everybody up. No, you weren't. Yeah. Bringing up everybody dying from the drought in a toxic river. I'm to, at least I'm saying it's run red with wine. I'm just trying to make a comment on how ridiculous a pronouncement about 50 years from now is. When that building across the street there that they're, that's brand new now is going to be probably torn down and replaced, there will be Major League Baseball being played right over somewhere downtown. And unless, some, unless it falls on someone, which is likely. No, I hope not. What more next? It's the big show. Mark that, was supposed to, that was supposed to be an upbeat segment. I had what? something planned for it. Want to remind you about the top 60 and 60. It's back on the Zone Sports Network. <laughs> Listen every day at 1.30. Hanson Scotty will announce a number of me- another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as they count you down to the college football season. It's the top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only on the Zone Sports Network. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Time for a market update on The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, brought to you by TryDayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com. How did the markets do today, Gordon? Good numbers across the board. Jake, the Dow was up 126 points. Small! The NASDAQ was up uh, just over 31. Uh, slide up is down. <laughs> the S&P, Jake, was up, uh, what was it, 15 points. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it was a good day. Good day. Good day out there on the old market side. You know, Austin is heavily invested, so uh, it's always good news to him when the markets do well. So. Something like that. You know, what do you think? What percentage of your overall investment portfolio is uh, is uh, attached to the uh, the market, stock market? I don't know. what What is that? What's investment you think, portfolio? You, you, you think about, is maybe, that the little trapper keeper I kept my homework in? Is that portfolio? Is that... That was a peach. Where you keep your vests, invest portfolio. Can I ask you a uh, a sports-related question? That I honestly don't know the answer to, and maybe you two do. What? This year with the NBA Finals, things were clipping, right? They were moving. Why do we have two days off in between these Finals games? Why are they dragging out this Finals series? It seems obnoxious. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? I'll agree with you on that. I thought the whole idea was to get it all over, said and done, in the books. Yeah. Let's go. Exactly. But what's good for the league may not necessarily be what's good for the network. I know the answer. What? Yeah. Tonight and tomorrow night are occupied for everywhere not in Salt Lake City. Right. The baseballs. Don't want to come. Is that? But but even like over the weekend, right? Well, they played on Sunday, didn't they? They played on Sunday, but they had two days off before that. Oh, I thought they only had Saturday off. Oh, Friday was off too. Oh, well, that's weird. It is weird, considering the clip they had been going at, like you said. Yeah. Maybe maybe going from Phoenix to Milwaukee, you'd say, okay, give them an extra day, but that's not this case now. I really got used to the every other day. I honestly it would not hurt my feelings at all if they kept the, the clip that this playoff moved at, because I think the NBA playoffs drags on way too long. I think they ought to play double headers. 
Just get it over with. Just mix it in. You want to you want to earn that check or not? We'd see who the deepest team is, huh? A seven-game series in seven days. <laughs> I'm saying seven and four. Um, but I, I I think it's reasonable just to have one day off, day on day off. I I yeah. that's pretty much what hockey does. I'm with you. But I don't understand why they put the brakes on it for the finals. And and I think Austin's probably, or who said the networks? Maybe that was you, Gordon. Uh, probably right that they're handpicking. Oh, Austin said it too with the baseball. Handpicking the days to get the best ratings probably. Rather have it on a, on a Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday type of, I, I, I don't know. The ratings have not been terrific, mind you. Hasn't really mattered so far. But I, I just wondered about that. I thought that they were in a hurry to get it in. That would make sense. But uh, what makes sense to you and me might not make sense to other people. I, I mean, you've heard the old stories about how the championship games uh, or the finals used to be played uh, on tape delay way back when. So at least we don't have that. Too many networks, too hungry for programming. That was a long time ago now. It was. Yeah, yeah, it's it a long time ago now. Back in the... 70s? I don't think they dial it back to the, to that. No. No. No, I don't. No, everyone wants programming now. That's why you see, you know, curling on TV. Do you? Every four years. Every four years. <laughs> <laughs> on one channel. And it's one of those extra NBC channels. Maybe. the prime time. If they're Whatever. desperate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, they usually jazz it up with, like, some Follies music or something. Like, you know. <laughs> do the voiceover play-by-play afterwards, you know, like they do for that, like, Wipeout show. You know what I mean? They dub it in, yeah. They dub it in there. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, what's, the, what's the worst sport that's televised that you've ever seen on TV? Televised ever? No, just, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, because some of that ESPN, the Ocho stuff is pretty out there. Like the marble racing? Yeah. Or the one where they have to climb the slippery steps, you know? Oh, that's fun. I know. It's hilarious. Do you guys ever watch horse racing? No? I Uh, mean, the the big races, I guess. I went to the horse races this year. Do you watch rodeo? No. It's all on TV. Is it? Uh Uh-huh. I once watched the championship of mini golf. They call it putt-putt golf, though. Like the world's championship of that. (laughs) Are those guys pretty good? Yeah, all holding all holes in one. Is that how you'd say that? Yeah. It, but it was like really boring. And they were really into it. It was That sounds like one of those channels, uh, one of those programming decisions that would be brought to you by Ronco or by uh, Phil Swift or whatever that guy. Shamwell's <laughs> mini golf. Yeah. I don't see a whole lot of curling on TV. I've never. No, I haven't either. I've seen polo on TV. No, you have not. Yeah. In this country? Yeah. Where? Yeah. On a local channel in Santa Barbara? Some deep channel uh, on the... On the uh, I've seen... You know, how often do you see dressage on TV? Once every four years. <laughs> do you see Bruce Springsteen's daughter who made the Olympic team? Is she riding Mitt's wife's horse? Mitt's and, wife has a horse? And, and Romney. Yeah, they owned a dressage horse that competed, I think it was the last Summer Olympics. Was it called Betcha Ten Grand? No. I don't know what the name was. 
It's just going, what we're talking about here. Goes Many to portfolios. Show you, it goes to show you that it's all within the context of what. How often would we sit and watch synchronized swimming? But when it's in the Olympics, we watch it. I've never watched synchronized. Yeah, swimming. I'm not watching that. You either. have never watched it ever. No. no, I don't think I've accidentally seen synchronized swimming. Huh. Well, I I wouldn't normally watch weightlifting. But I'll watch it during the Olympics. <laughs> you guys don't watch that stuff? No. No, I don't either. None of that. Yeah. You just roll down to golds and no, I'll watch some swimming. Yeah. Yeah. See, well, that's an example. What? But that's a that's a quick thing. Are they having break dancing in this Olympics? They are, I believe. Mm -hmm. Badminton. Is uh is table tennis in the Olympics? How often would you watch that? Not once. But if it's the Olympics, it nope. has meaning. Still not watching it. You guys are grump heads. Really are. First for Olympic gold. <laughs> Jake. What? You just got that look on your face. I don't even know how to describe it. It looks like somebody just, you know, you know, Grabbed you, you know, goosed you or something. You know, you're just sitting there looking at me like, <laughs> okay, never mind. It's the Olympics. You watch whatever they put on there for the Olympics, don't you? Not really. Hmm. All right, never mind. I just tune in for uh, hopefully the host. You just the glory, glory sports? Uh, hopefully the host is battling pink eye. I'll tune in for that. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the host is battling pink eye. Honey, get in here. It's Uzi. I am dialed in. Still one of the Bob saddest Costas. slash most hilarious things to happen in the last 10 years. That was Bob, wasn't it? Bob works once every four years. <laughs> Battles pink eye. Gets well, taken off was, the air. That was rough. All right. That coming up next. Rough, you know. Our friend was... Chris Mannix jumps on the show. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.